We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tom Kelly, Al Morgani with you on this President's Day Monday in for Joe and Hugh today. Um, as this is kind of the... The uh, this is the last holiday for a while, right? Up until St. Patty's Day, and that's on a yeah. Sunday, because I can imagine that Aaron Express on Saturday. Oh my God! Oh man, <laughs> those were the those were the days. Oh. I mean, I'm too old for the Aaron Express now. Oh. But man, the Aaron Express in your 20s, it's like it. I mean, it's it's ugly. It's a bunch of just you oh. know drunk kids. Oh my God! It was pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely entertaining. <laughs> and to then watch. you know, get a high rise, sit around, just watch what's going on. Oh my God! Yeah, and a lot of like it's so big now. A lot of people don't. You can't even like get on the buses. You just you just yeah. walk yourself to the bars. Yeah. Well, there's like enough. That. I mean, Philly's got great bars. Let's yeah. face. It. I mean, it's just great. And they're yeah. walking distance to each other. It's pretty good. Miguel and Mel. Yellens, I mean, they've got they've got the best. Great Irish food. It's just the best. All over. It's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, man, that'll be a big day for you. That's what. That's like one of my favorite holidays. I think it's the Flyers Carnival. It is. Oh no, that that could be really bad. <laughs> if the players could be really all, good, the players will show up and they're celebrating St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I remember I did one of those carnivals. You have to. We used to do it on TV. And they changed it at one point from they played in the afternoon or the night before, whatever it was. I had interviewed Jake Vorchek, who remains one of my, just my one of my favorite people ever, right? <laughs> so, I, I I get Jake at the at the carnival, and they had switched the time so that they actually had, had could couldn't go out the night before or something. So I said, Jake, you know, you've been to a couple of carnivals. What do you think about this one? A little bit different. He goes, That's really good. <laughs> It's the first time I've ever been sober at one of these. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, God. You bring, up, you bring up Jake, Jake Borchak, and I just think, poor uh, Mike Sealski, man. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> that was, but they just added to the legend. Yeah, that was funny. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Uh, talking about a few things with the Phillies today. Um, Reese Hoskins and, and Rob Thompson saying on with Howard on Saturday morning that he thinks the Phillies are a better team, would be a better team with Reese Hoskins. I disagree. I, I think the way that they went about it, moving Bryce Harper to first base, adding a guy like Whitmerry field it gives you better defense across the board you're better in left now um you can play whatever combination of rojas marsh pache murrayfield out in those two outfield spots bryce harper has already shown that he could probably be a gold glove first baseman so i just think they're better built this way and i think it mm-hmm. makes them a, a just a more complete team if that makes sense out even than having a guy like hoskins who's obviously a much uh 
Yeah, look at the salary. Back. Well, look at the salary. Yeah. And the salary is a big part. <laughs> There's no salary cap. Yeah. Well, whatever. They were going to get $300 million to Yamamoto. Come on. <laughs> yeah. The, no, 34 for Reese is too much. Uh, so your thoughts on that? And also, who should be the leadoff hitter? We'll obviously discuss this a lot leading up to the season. This is a Kyle Schwarber show. We're both on Kyle Schwarber being the leadoff yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, and then if you want presidential trivia questions, uh, we'll get in those for you as well. And also, the, our side topic today. Wanted to get this. What is a venue that you would want to see a, a team play at. We had, you know, Sixers Roman Catholic Gym, Sixers Rucker Park, something like that, Eagles Roman Coliseum. Um, so if we could think of something a little different, that would be cool uh, to, to do as well. Let's go back to the phones go to Chris in Flower Town. What's up, Chris? Hey, hold on, fellas. I had to put the collar on the dog. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Al, you're hitting a soft spot with the pond hockey and the outdoor hockey with me. I, I was the king of pond hockey in Madison, Wisconsin for 25 years. Well, Madison still I gets some ice, yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately, I, I, I have to laugh when they ask these kids about, you know, growing up playing. Most A lot of these players now have never played outdoors. You got that. It's not cold enough. <laughs> No, you got that. I feel bad for the kids around here. They yeah. don't know what they're missing. I would. I would have loved them. to go it out. Takes the fun. Yeah. I would have loved to go out and play pond hockey as a kid. Yeah. 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 We like. I, I liked playing roller hockey, but I would have loved going out and playing. Yeah. Well, hockey. there's no more ice. Yeah. Yeah. You can find you at the bottom Al. of the pond. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go, Al. You, you see, the kids could be out by themselves. Here, the kids grow up with their parents. Everything. Practice everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. everywhere. It's, it's, uh, they that's can't why... go out and be free with their friends on the pond. Yeah, it's why there's no creativity. It's why soccer still has creative people because they yeah, play in the streets why. and they just learn instinctually. Let me give you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to give you my one idea the Flyers should do. Okay. Here it is. You see the soccer stadium? You're hitting all the right spots. That's where the Flyers should play at least two outdoor games a year. Because everybody could afford, you could afford to take your kid in there. Plus, you could have a little winter carnival there. That's the perfect stadium for an outdoor game. Oh, where the uh, you union just think play. think about it, where the union play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they make enough money, though. That's the problem. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not the point. You could have a winter carnival. See, it's not, I know they want to make money, but a lot of kids can't go to seat games. But if you have one out there, at least the parents could take it. Take yeah. the kids to the game. You know what I mean? I That's guess. I, I guess if you want the, I would combine the Flyers carnival with that. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, if, even if it's just an. That actually isn't a bad idea. That's a great if, if idea. You, the Flyers would be the. Yeah, yeah. The, NBC's got the money to put a rink out there for a week. No, I don't, I don't think they would do it games. as a league game, but I think they might be able to do an exhibition thing there with and have okay. a carnival at the same time. Play the high school yeah. team. There you go, Chris. Yeah, That's that a good too. idea, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a great idea. That's yeah. why I lived in Wisconsin and grew up in South Philly. <laughs> there you go, Chris. Do you, do you want a trivia question? No, nah, I'm uh, fine. Thank right. you. Thank you, Al. Yeah, See no worries. Later, yeah, maybe they could uh, put a big outdoor rink. They're going to redo that park, that what, the Roosevelt Park down there. Yeah, FDR Park. They're going to redo the whole thing and have all kinds of... Uh, Thinking about music venue, everything hasn't that been being planned for a really long time? It has, but I think they're. I think it's actually going to happen now. Like I've lived here long enough that stuff that I was hearing about in the '80s is finally happening. Building a park over 95, which right. makes sense. You've got this beautiful waterfront which never gets used, and it's like they're finally doing it. Turn Spring Garden Street into a walkway or a bikeway all the way to the river. I think it's going to happen. And if they ever did put that thing there with Roosevelt, with that the lakes down there mm-hmm. you build it toward the Wells Fargo Center with parking 
uh, venues, bar, like, that would be spectacular. That would be awesome. Oh, my I mean, God. that's something that uh, it does feel like. Oh, my God. You could have done a long time. Oh, yeah. That, that's the, that's the, you know, that's the dream. And then the Sixers, who would want to leave then? Everything would be, it would be great. Well, the Sixers every, would probably still want to leave. But if They you, really want that stadium down in Center City. Put one down the, put one across the road right there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would be cool. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, that would be nice to have a nice little like city within a city down there. Yeah, at, at the sports. Yeah, the naval yards down there. It'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, let's go to Robert in Germantown. What's up, Robert? Hey, great show, guys. So uh, for the first time in a long, long time, Al, I actually watched the Flyers game. <laughs> And uh, I must say, they play pretty, pretty decent game uh, outdoors. And, yeah, the goalie uh, had a rough one, but yeah. Yeah. You know, but the problem I see, it was mentioned earlier by, by Rabbi Saul and those guys, uh, Dr. Saul. Um, you know, at best, I looked at some of the projections, we'll be mediocre. We won't get such a high draft pick, it looks like. We'll be middle of the road. I don't know, that helps us to be stuck in the middle. How, how do you think we... We get to the upper echelons. Well, I mean, we you already have your you have your card. You already have your Russian Mitch Cobb. If he comes over, it's a huge difference maker. He's the skill guy that you don't have right now. I mean, Konechny's really good, but this guy. I mean, if he is what we all think, my God, you've you've got your you've got your guy to watch. You got your guy to pay to watch. That that's that's what you're hoping. That that's what I'm hoping anyway. Happens. So I mean, that's that's why. I mean, it'd be nice to get a a, a shot at one of these kids coming up this year. Uh, Celebrini, the that's the guy that everybody wants. But mm. but you, I mean, actually, it's going to work in your favor because oh. he's going to be at a low contract. When guys like Bedard are starting to get paid ten million dollars, so maybe it'll work out. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that they're in a playoff hunt this year. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, I like this kid Tippett's game. He, he, he played pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, I, I just like the, like I actually thought the Ranger game was much better. That had all. I mean, pull the goalie, Laviolette. I mean, it was like that. You could just feel it through the TV. It was really good. It was really yeah. good TV. It was. It was. I watched that game too. I must admit, it took me back to my childhood in Winnipeg, where, you know, we and the Russians back then, uh, we always played outdoors. Little kids on up. I mean, you know, oh, you live in Winnipeg. Outdoor. You're living on the North Pole. You know? <laughs> yeah. You no, know, well, we played forty below zero Fahrenheit. I was a goalie. And the reason I switched to basketball. Tell that story real fast. Bobby Hall came in with the curved stick, remember? And kids would go and curve their sticks, phenomenal curves. And the difference was two things. One, the puck would come at you a lot faster than ever before. You can adjust to that. So what? You get a fastball pitcher. The worst thing was, depending on the release point, the thing was a fast knuckleball. You had no idea where it was. Yeah, it, then they, it, they would limit the curve, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, then they limited. Well, they're so never going to play outdoors time. like on the North Pole. Well, maybe they would. North Pole game would be cool. Oh, a North Pole game. That would be <laughs> didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't they play in Alaska a couple of years ago? Yeah, they well, they've had, there was a movie, uh, Alaska. But, um, something. Yeah. Al- that was a good movie. Mystery yeah, Alaska. Mystery Alaska. Which, Mystery Alaska, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. that should have been, if they had taken the swearing out of that movie... It would have been a great kids movie. They really yeah. screwed up by letting them swear. By making it like a rated R movie? Yeah. yeah. It would have yeah. been a great G movie. Was, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's a great G movie. That's a, that's a big <laughs> missed opportunity there. Did you want a question, Robert? Sure. Hit me with a... I, right. I got the other ones right, but let's see which one you asked me. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's go with this one. Which president officially gave the White House its name? Hmm. Oh, James Madison. Uh, no, Theodore Roosevelt. 
What was it named before? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. What did he well, paint you know, it? He, did he paint it? It said he officially sure? gave it the name. Yeah, you know, you know why it's called the White House, don't you guys? Why is that? War of 1812, Dolly Madison, James Madison had to evacuate, leaving the dinner table filled because the British came in, burnt the White House down, most of it, and they re- repainted it white. There you go. They whitewashed it. So I always thought it was Madison called it the White House after that, or Andrew Jackson, but you could be right. But the, the history was War of 1812, the British sailed up the Potomac and sacked Washington because in response to our doing the same thing to what was Toronto, York, Ontario back then was destroyed by the American forces. The Americans thought that we would welcome them with open arms in 1812. They thought, oh, yeah, you guys want to be liberated from the British, too. No, that didn't happen that way. Are you a history <laughs> teacher, Robert? I was. Oh, that that, was, that oh, explains yeah. a lot. Thanks. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. White Man, House. He's got a question wrong, though. Yeah, Robert just uh fraud teacher. I think, I think most people that aren't American would know more American history than we know. You know what I mean? Like if you like, you take it. You, we'd have to take a test. Like my mom had to take a test when she came in. Mm-hmm. So I think they know more than we do. Didn't Jonesy take that test a couple years ago? I think, I he, think did. he did. I remember I think talking he's about an American citizen. One. Yeah, I think he is now. Yeah, I'm not sure. A bunch of them. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, pretty sure I remember him talking about that. It's not easy, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I would well, know, I, I would know any of those the White House questions. Yeah, any but, of that stuff. By the way, I found out what the uh, the name was originally called for the White House. What, what was it? Was the uh, the President's Palace? Oh, oh I kind of like the President's Palace. The President's more. Palace, the President's House, and the Executive Mansion were also names for it. I like the President's Palace. We should go back no, to that. We don't have kings. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm a President's Palace guy, but I also like the Executive Mansion. The Executive like Mansion? Kind of a dope name. Okay. Yeah, it sounds a little too corporate. Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I would always like to live in a palace. No. You don't? You wouldn't? No. Okay. No, I'm more, more, more have a small place. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to take Log care. cabin in the woods. Yeah, really. I don't want any stuff like that. <laughs> 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. We'll get back to the phones in a second here. Um, but I did need to touch on something else that came up during Rob Thompson's chat with Howard on Saturday morning, uh, Al. And this bothered me so much when I heard it. Uh, Because obviously, you look back at that NLCS series, one of the big decisions and one of the big issues was the decision of Rob Thompson, Game 3, to go to Craig Kimbrell, and then in Game 4 to go back to Craig Kimbrell. Now, here was Rob Thompson's response when asked by Howard whether, in retrospect, he thinks that was a mistake. Uh, I know the the Kimbrell situation, uh, using him in, what was it, Game 5 or... Game four, I guess. Mm-hmm. Games three and four. Um, that's been a big issue. But if you look at, at Kimbrell's numbers in September, he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances, gave up two runs. The first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run. And then games three and four, you know, it got away from us. But um, but I'd, I'd, that one I'd do again. I really would because, I, you know, you don't – one game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend, um, and I had a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him, and, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So that was one decision that um, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. 
I mean, that just drives me out of my mind. Like, it, it, I don't want you to crush the guy. I'm not saying you got to kill Kimbrell for, for not getting the job done. But that sounds like a guy who's a slave to numbers. We all saw that coming. Like, we could see the way he was pitching the last couple months. I don't care what the numbers say. Like, we saw him falling apart and wriggling out of trouble, you know, and, and getting in bad situations time after time. Game three, he basically fell apart at the end of that game. And that, that worries me, Al. Like, when we look forward here, and Rob Thompson who I think he lost that series for the Phillies with that move. Like, you, the series doesn't even come back to Philadelphia for Game 6 and Game 7 if you manage Game 4 correctly. Uh, how can he look at that and think, I would have done the same thing again? And I feel like his stubbornness is a real issue. And if we get back to the playoffs, it doesn't make me feel good that he's going to be adjustable. I think he's way too way too stuck in his ways at times and maybe loyal to a fault with certain players. That was obviously a mistake. Let's put it this way. If he really thought that way, he'd still be here. I mean, <laughs> I guess so, but it's like, I just don't understand how you can it. I look at it past just that game. If, if you followed his career, you knew disaster was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, look, I, I, I mean, he's, he's probably, is he going to be a Hall of Famer? I mean, his numbers? And I'm like, I'm sorry. You can go in the—I guess you can go in the Hall of Fame, but I wouldn't put you in the Hall of Fame if it was the ninth inning of a Hall of Fame. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I don't care what the numbers say. Like, we all watched him pitch after the All-Star break. And it was clear that after the All-Star break, he was just not the same guy anymore. Like, he was blowing games in August. Okay, maybe in September you look at it and you say he was able to work his way out of trouble. But, I mean, it was just tempting fate time and time again to continue to go back to him— and after game three, like after game three was when I personally was like, you cannot go to this guy anymore. You got to do something different. You got to manage the game differently. And I hate the argument of like, oh, well, he didn't have any other options. Sure he did. I mean, you could have left Sanchez in longer that game. So you didn't put yourself in that situation. You didn't need to use Jeff Hoffman in the third and fourth inning of a game where you knew you were going to need a right-hander later on. And it just drives me nuts that, that all these months later, you know, he's still defending that decision. It was obviously a mistake. Just take responsibility for the fact that you made a bad decision that cost your team the series. Yeah, but he doesn't want to bury the guy, I guess. And he made the decision. And and I guess that's what they do. I mean, it's like it, it, it's been happening since Mitch Williams. I mean, this is what happened. I mean, th- that's the one area where no matter how many analytics you have, that's where you're, you're on that hot seat all the time. And, and you've got fans that just know before you do right that this is a this is just not going and you know i guarantee you they'll never say it there's guys in in the field or in the dugout that are putting their glove over their eyes and going oh (laughs) it was terrible And, and i guess this is where we disagree because i do think he means it like when he says you know i would have done it again i do think he thinks that was the right decision and the right call and that just worries me moving forward because if he actually believes that what's to prevent this again from you getting into a playoff situation and you need to adjust because he didn't change anything with the lineup yeah, well what's going to prevent it again is he's not here yeah, but but that's it, why he's not. <laughs> but it's beyond just that one decision, though. Like another thing we were talking about in that series, move Bohm down in the order. You know, switch up the lineup a little bit. He refuses to do that. He doesn't pinch hit for Rojas in Game Seven. I just think there's a lack of adaptability where. 
he's a good regular season manager, and I think that steady hand works in the regular season, but you need to change the way you, you approach things in the playoffs, and I don't know if he's willing or able to do that. No, most of them aren't. They're, I mean, really, when you look at it, you look at the Braves, what they've done, the Dodgers, most managers, I mean, they're just not wired that way. Now, this is where it gets interesting because people, I mean, it seems to be the consensus now that the game is managed from upstairs. I don't think that's true in certain situations like that. I mean, you can still pull the trigger, I guess, if you're going against whatever. But I, I think they're under pressure. They're under, they're, they are under some pressure to, to answer, like, why didn't you do what the book says here? More than, I mean, I, I, even if you thought I'm not going to do this, I think there is something in the back of your mind say, well, it doesn't say to do that here. Yeah, I think Rob Thompson, though, does have, like, pretty much full authority. Like, I don't think uh, it's a situation where, you know, they're questioning every move he makes. Maybe I, I'm wrong about I that. I don't know. I think it's more and more. I mean, I, I think that it's, it's funny. I don't think it's really there at that moment, but I think you go in with a game plan that's been given to you. Mm-hmm. I guess you could change it on the fly, as they say, but I think you're going in with a game plan. Yeah, and it just, that was the thing that bothered me the most about that game, too, is, like, that was how he planned it out. Like, he planned it out for Kimbrell to be the guy coming in late because when he takes Sanchez out of that game, it was, what, a, a 2 nothing game at that point? And yeah, he had the bad moment. He forgot the outs. That was a stupid play uh, that, that cost them. But that was the plan is we're always going to take him out in the third inning and we're going to put in Hoffman. And there were certain situations where it worked. Like, game one of the Atlanta series, where we were all questioning it as well, it worked in that spot but I think there needs to be you can go in with a plan but there needs to be an adjustability and adaptability where if a game's going a certain way you'll let it play out differently and again like I just thought the plan was flawed like game three Kimbrell fell apart physically and mentally in that inning. You saw him in the ninth inning. He couldn't throw strikes. He was hitting batters. He was walking guys. He, he fell apart when they won World Series with him. Right. <laughs> it, it just drives me nuts. And it made me very upset to hear him say that. Whether he meant it or not, it, it bothered me. No, you're not going to get him to... I mean, you'll get him a little bit to question, but not, not on, like, same thing with Hoskins, Kimbrell. It's like, eh, he's just not going to do it. Right. But I think, I, I don't think, I, still my, my, mad about people, it, Al. People were upset that Hoskins are gone. I don't think you're going to get a call that's upset Kimbrell is, is, is gone. No, I, I don't <laughs> think we're going to get a call upset Kimbrell is gone. No. But I, I, I have seen lately, and just people I've talked to, the further we're removed from it, People have kind of defended the move to Kimbrel, at least some of the people I've, I've discussed it with, and I just don't understand how you can defend it. It was one of the biggest blunders I've ever seen from a manager. Well, but you see it every year in postseason. The Tampa doesn't take the pitcher. I mean, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Blake Snell. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> No, it was, it was awful. So if you want to get on that, 215-592-9494. And whether you worry about Barack Thompson, if, if the Phillies are to get back to the postseason, we all expect them to get there, but... I think last year, his his lack of, of adjustability and changing once you get to the playoffs is a problem. The game is managed a different way. you got to manage it a different way. And to stick with Kimbrell in that spot, 
It just it, it bothers me so much because the Phillies should have won that series, and I I think that move cost them a World Series. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in, back to the phones and everything. When we get back, also need to discuss a little bit the travesty that took place last night. We'll get to that coming up. Tom Kelly, Al Morgani, with you on the midday show, Sports Radio ninety four WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 94 WIP, Tom Kelly, Al Morganti with you on this Monday for President's Day in for Joe and Hugh today. Uh, talking about a lot of different things, mainly the Phillies. And Al, you are just telling me during the break about, you know, your various injuries over the years. Yeah, you start to stuff. feel when you're older, like stuff that you broke, like really hurts, especially in the cold. But I love cold weather. I still love it. I mean, I, I think you're... More energetic with a blast of cold air that, that, when you walk out the door. That's a crazy opinion. It's not. I have so much more energy when it's hot out. Oh, you got cold this out. hot, humid. This is great. You see, like a little kid when they go outside in the cold, they take this breath and then they just bolt off of the, just bolt out of the front door. It's great. Well, yesterday, and- yesterday, I'm at the playground with my son, and it was pretty cold. Yeah. And but he is like fighting through it, and he's to end. I'm asking him, okay, are you ready to go? Are you too cold? He's like, I'm not cold, and he's like shivering. Yeah, because, because he wants to keep playing. Yeah, let him go. Yeah, you did. Get him go. The older I get, the more I hate the cold. I'm 29. I'm ready to like move to San Diego or something. See, you see, I'm that's done. That true. I mean, this is when you know you're old when you don't like the cold. Yeah, yeah. That's when, that's when you know you're done. Well, you're so getting too young to hit done. Once yeah, I you should have a few five years left. I should have a few, a few years left. Yeah, I, I, the way I look at officially old, I think 35 is officially old. Um, well, well, you're 36, right? Yeah. Yes, I would say it depends on what your term. Old, like, if you're an athlete, I don't think you get much better as a amateur past well, 25 I, I, i'll just say from a personal perspective like i just started feeling old recently maybe yeah. it's having kids well, you got kids yeah yeah you look tired a lot man just, yeah you, well, you, you always tell me i look tired yeah when, well, insulting. You, well, when you get kids you get tired yeah 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 i mean no some people look some people are younger in their 40s i know a lot of guys that were better shape in their 40s than they ever were in their 20s it's like it's um, I, like I find it now disgusting when I watch some like just general public how overweight people are. I'm like, what the hell? How can how can you? Some be, people can't control it. Well, they can. Now, now they want they, now they want you to take a shot instead of like going to the gym. Go to the damn gym. Like you know, I mean, not, if you if you if you're okay with it, you're okay with it. But like people say, I'd do anything to lose ten pounds. Well, how about going to the gym and eating less? <laughs> you think maybe that's anything? Well, I'll, I'll defend I'll defend the 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 overweight people out there. At this time of year, it's hard to go outside. And no, work it out. isn't. It's too cold. It isn't. Too cold. You can walk places. It's not enjoy. Like I enjoy running, but I don't enjoy running in this weather. No, like, you just walk. Yeah. If you if you've got something three blocks away, don't drive. 
Walk. Walk, walking isn't real work. Yes, it is. I walk. I'll walk a few miles every day, but I feel that I'm like working out when I. You do. are, but you don't have to. That's the point. You don't have to. Then you just you just burn some calories. Oh wait, TK. It's, I have the, I have the black card now for Planet Fitness. You there you go. go. You're my guest. There you oh, go. Great. great. So <laughs> today, Francisco and I have set dates to go to a concert together, um, and now oh. we're going to go to the gym together. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's the second he's day already lined up. He's going to get you. He's going to get you in shape. We'll be like the odd couple. We can, can somebody his, can follow us around with a you know camera. Well, he's and, single, right? Yeah. You're married. He can be the wingman, keep him out of trouble. Yeah. yeah. He can be a great wingman for me, TK. Yeah. Well, we tried la- uh, this past fall, uh, the fall of Francisco. The fall of Francisco. But it didn't. It, it didn't play out great. What the hell was that? We, they were doing Summer of John for Richie, so we decided we'd do Fall Francisco and try to find Francisco a girlfriend. Well, he's got a lot better shot than Richie. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Richie, what are you talking, talking about? He's, Richie's he's, a good-looking dude. They did the makeover a few he's, weeks he's ago. He's young. Richie's handsome, though. He's handsome. He is. He's Waylon Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Waylon Jennings? Oh, is he a country guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, I got it. Oh, well, he's that. dead. Oh. But he's a long time ago. But he was one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, baby. (laughs) 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Talking about the Phils, um, Rob Thompson's ridiculous comments about Craig Kimbrell and, you know, saying he'd do it over again. That just – it just – Ticks me off. Really makes me upset. Um, and also the main thing we were talking about today, Whit Merrifield, Reese Hoskins. We think the Phillies are a better team with Whit Merrifield on this team. More complete yeah. than they would it, be with All Reese. you got to do is, are they a better, going out of spring training this year, are they better than they were last year? Yes. Way better. Um, well, first place, Harper's th- there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think they're I think they're about even, but yeah. I mean, you look at Merrifield. They finally did something. They hadn't done anything before that move. Well, uh, nobody did anything. Right. Except the Dodgers. Yeah, except <laughs> the Dodgers. And you know they're going to choke in the playoffs. I, they bring in Otani. They bring in Yamamoto. But the second they brought back Kershaw, I mean, that's yeah. a death Are those games sold out yet? Um, Here? Like, I got to think that's the hot ticket for the summer, right? Yeah, but there are always, like, standing room tickets that become available. I wonder whether, like, behind the Dodger dugout, what that what those tickets are going to be like. Oh, I'm sure they're ex- oh. incredibly expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a hot ticket. And last year, Otani uh, did not pitch. Now, that's right. I don't think he's going to pitch this year either. No, I think he had this uh, yeah, yeah. surgery. Yeah, but he, he he hit last year, so he'll be back in town with the Dodgers uh, again. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Also, once your cool venues you want to watch a game at, um, so off the Flyers outdoor game at MetLife this weekend, we'll get those from you as well. Let's go back to the phones. Have the Masters out at the. Uh, at some the low. Masters got to be at Augusta. You can have a different. Well, I get, yeah, I can. Well, they do. They have it at Marion, but maybe you can have it. What's that little place? Um, the, oh, what's that? What's that little golf course? It's like a par three. It used to go sledding on the on the what is the ninth hole now? Oh, John Cheney was there all the time. I don't. Oh, um, Walnut Lane. Walnut Lane. Right? Walnut Lane is a nice. Let's little bring course. the PGA to Walnut Lane. Yeah, the, the scores <laughs> that those guys have put up there. Oh, Mr. Shoot, like forty fives. <laughs> really great. And now that you mentioned, like I, I, you were talking about the FDR stuff yeah, yeah. and and doing stuff down there. I played at that course a, yeah. a couple times. Yeah. What a terrible See, like. But if there's the, a reason they got rid of it. Yeah, they could have done something cool but, with that course. Yeah, what I'm telling you, what if they take it over and they they put a real good golf course in and a music venue and like everything? It'd be great. It would be pretty. Oh, it'd be great. It would be. Let's go to Bam and Upper Darby. What's up, Bam? Yo, what's going on, uh, TK? What's going on, Al? What's happening? Not much, not much. How's Fenway? Everything's good. 
Al Fenway. How's no, he's dead. Oh, come on, man. That's a long time I, ago, that I, dog. I, I didn't know. Yeah, no, I didn't blue. Know. No, I got blue now and uh, Puck. Well, no, Puck's dead, too. I got blue. 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 Blue and um, Captain. Captain oh, Morgan. Okay. That's my other dog. Uh, uh, <laughs> Captain Morgan. <laughs> no, but getting to your question, TK, about the, uh, can you climb Mount Rushmore? Yeah. We've we already found out the answer is no. Uh, no, but... um. I want to see Harper, man, sign for a few more years. I want to see Harper sign for a few more years. And another ve- a venue that I would love the Eagles to play at mm-hmm. is in Saigon in Vietnam. The what? You know how, in Vietnam? Uh-huh. You know how they're playing in Brazil this year? Oh, yeah, let's yeah. Take, let's take the NFL to Vietnam. I could do that. Yeah, I don't know any. I mean, I don't know any history of sports there or whatever. Any marinas? Yeah, I don't know how interested they'd be in football, but uh, well, nobody's interested in football outside of here. But well, then why are they playing all the, these games in other sell, countries to sell jerseys? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Well, they, I don't. Yeah. Like, they're taking a home game away from us. Yeah, but you, it's an extra game. It's, it's not an extra game. It's it a real it, game. It, well, it's an extra Matters. game. It's, it's it's like every year you have an extra game at home. Yeah, you're it's, right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. All right, boys. All right. All Thanks, Bam. Right. Appreciate yeah. the call, Brazil, man. I have no interest in going to Brazil for that. You don't? Why not? Nah. I, I would rather go see him here. I would mean, a little bit with London, a little bit, but not Well, you Brazil. can't say. I don't like Brazil. Why not? I don't know. What it's they, too what hot. <laughs> this is the problem. You can't say that, oh, well, you know, it's it's not a big deal they're taking the game, then say, ah, oh, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to the game. But, I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, it depends where you go, Mexico City, whatever. Um, I don't know why they just don't go to Canada. I don't, in fact, I don't know why there's not a team in Toronto. I mean... It seems logical well, to me. Well, they have the CFL up there. Yeah, Isn't but, that a big deal? Ugh. They don't care about it? Well, they do, the Grey Cup, but it's not, you know, I, they still, their numbers, the NFL numbers on TV up there are unbelievable. I'm well, um, huge. Maybe that's why the NFL doesn't go. Maybe the CFL is like Yeah, maybe they out. block them or something. Yeah. But I, would, I wouldn't I mind seeing that. I might go there. But it is an extra home game with the, just the schedule. Yeah, you but- can, You I, can use it to do other things. I still think it's still a home game that I, I still view it as a home game being taken away from you. Where you had, you know, that should be an advantage every other year. I don't know. Now you you, you don't have to pay it. so much for your ticket. You do have to have to no, no, you don't have to pay for another game. Yeah, I guess you don't have to. Yeah. Pay <laughs> I think most people though would want to pay for another game. Would rather pay for another game because a lot of those people are probably going to Brazil anyway. I don't know a lot, but some I, I would think. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, everybody has to go. You can't make it so. I mean, Jacksonville can't just be the only team that go. Everybody's going to have to go. Right. And Try to spread the gospel of the NFL. Yeah, and one person that I do think will probably go to Brazil, Kenny in the Dirty Thirty. What's up, Kenny? I'm not going to Brazil. You're not going, huh? I thought you. Nah, I thought yeah, you were planning on it. I was, then I. I mean, I wasn't going. Then I got talked into it. But then I look at the rest of the schedule. I want to go to New Orleans. I won't go to Tampa. Yeah, I want to exactly. go to L.A. Yeah. And I'd rather not have to whip out a passport to do it. So. Um, Makes sense. I'm, yeah, I'm turning three trips into one, and and the missus bought it. So good for nice. me. Nice. There you go, Kenny. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the Winter Classic, but Al, I could tell you're getting old because I think you forgot a few things. You and I didn't watch the same Mystery Alaska movie, buddy. Why? Um, it was. A, it would have been. You take the cursing out. You yeah. said the kids' movie, so I guess you forgot about the adultery or the kid losing his virginity in the uh, front seat of the truck with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Or the guy that's that's uh, you know very promiscuous sleeping yeah. around with a reporter. But they're not so, swearing. I mean, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Still, you know, mature subject matter, Al. No, no, that would be a good kids movie. <laughs> All right. 
So except for the the bullet, Miss Lincoln, how was the play? Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, I love you, Al. It's so great to still hear you on the air. Um, listen, that Winter Classic, this is how I know I'm getting old. I had tickets, and that morning I looked at the weather, and it was February, and it was nighttime, and I gave them to a buddy of mine who's got young kids, I mean, you know, teenagers, and they went up. Cause I just didn't want to sit in the cold. Yeah, I, I didn't go. Me? Yeah, I didn't go because I was watching stuff and I had other stuff here. But I think it's a great event. I mean, I, you, I, I think most, I, I think they would rather have that than go to an all-star game. In fact, you could argue that the atmosphere at those things is even better than a Super Bowl because of the neutral site thing that goes on. Well, yeah, that's why what you said earlier. I'm dying for a Penguins-Flyers game at Penn State. Yeah. I think that would be incredible. And I think the only thing holding it back is the beer sales. Well, they can't do that? They, they, didn't, they didn't fix that situation? It's not an actual college game, so I don't see how they couldn't easily fix that. But Well, I thought um, they actually were going to fix it for college games. They didn't fix it? Uh, I, I, look, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't drink, but I thought they'd come to some kind of resolution on that. Hmm. Well, if they did, I thought that was the only thing holding up the, that from happening. Because you want to talk about an event in Pennsylvania that I mean, people be fighting for tickets for that. Oh no, that would be a great event. Just a great, yeah. great event. No, that'd be massive. I mean, you, could you imagine those two teams playing there? And like you said, it would be just a, a, a war between fan bases try to buy up those seats. So when they played the Penguins, they played at the Steelers' place, right? Yeah, but that was in Pittsburgh. I'm saying a neutral yeah. site. Yeah, that's then true. You get, it's, it's literally three hours from both fan bases, and that's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it would be, and you sell half the stadium would be black and, and, and gold, and the other half would be um, orange and black, and it would just be an incredible event, yeah. just from TV. Yeah, Give out no. T-shirts, half the stadium one, half the other. And yeah, I got to say, I, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't care for Pittsburgh, I always liked going to Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I mean, I there's a great baseball stadium with a horrible team and may, maybe the most dis, disgraceful organization in all of sports, the, the, the Pirates who just keep taking money from Major League Baseball and don't get any better with a venue like that and a fan base that could be so terrific because I see uh, what yeah. they do with football and hockey. I mean, it's just great. Uh, so it's I mean, a yeah, it's a be a, it'd be beautiful uh, to kind of get that. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. That drive would be terrific. It's how you know I I had to live in Pittsburgh for a year. The one thing I always admire about those people out there, they think Pittsburgh is the greatest place ever, <laughs> like it's the mecca of the universe to them. Yeah, and I love people that have pride in where they live. Now, obviously, they don't own any mirrors or cameras, but I mean that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's a nice, Kenny. Kenny, do you want a, yeah. a trivia question? Sure. All right. Which president was a commanding general during World War II? Breckenridge. Huh? He, Breckenridge? That's not a president. Which president? Oh, that's that. easy. That's oh. an easy one. Was that, Eisenhower. Eisenhower. There you go. There you go, Kenny. Appreciate it, man. Thanks Dwight, for the call. Dwight. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yes. Was a general. Yes. At the middle school was Dwight School. I think I might have been Eisenhower when I was a little kid. Okay. I think it was Eisen, but I don't know. There you go. Well, good job, Al. You and Kenny both get credit for that. Eisen Hour. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in, but you know, we're we're talking about the uh, the the outdoor game, and it's funny because you uh, equated it and and or talked about it and compared it to an All Star game. And I, did you watch any of that NBA All Star game? Tr- last I was night? going to try, then I decided I'd watch True Detective. I don't know. True Detective, by the way, kind of stunk this season. I thought it was good. Oh, I thought it was bad. Rob L. 
Charles had a great take on it this morning. It I, was, it was, it, it was not very good. It, I liked I think it. It was like a good outdoor game. It was entertaining, but the plot line, the storyline, didn't make any sense. None of it made any sense. Frozen people. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you're gonna do Frozen people, you got to do it like they do in Game of Thrones, and they're like, yeah, no, I, know, I liked it. I was in, I was entertained by right. it. I, I, I couldn't wait for Sundays I, for it. I watched it last night, and so I, I tuned in after the uh, All Star game, <laughs> which I made it through about five minutes where I put it on and you know you want to check it out yeah but you got to look at these things as it's only there for the local like if it was in Philly you would have had a good time at the game but this is the thing Al like they made a big deal about this year the players were going to play harder and this year (laughs) it was going to be different and Adam Silver apparently had been stressing for weeks about this game needs to be better because it's been such a bad product and it was awful and here was Adam Silver after the game awarding the Eastern Conference uh, the victory And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Like, you can tell even he thinks it's terrible. Yeah, you didn't win the game, you scored the most points. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's the effort part. They scored more points. The final score was 211 to 186. It's embarrassing. But if you're there, it's fun, right? No, I don't I, know. I, I mean, want to see guys try, and I don't. I, I know they're not going to be playing like it's Game Seven of the NBA Finals, but I want to see a little effort. Like back, back in my day, uh, you know, twenty go. plus years ago or whatever, yeah. when Allen Iverson won the MVP in 01, that was a great game. Yeah, guys yeah. try. Or, or MJ's last one, like that was exciting. Yeah. Yes. I don't know their format. What they did? I get a million dollars to win. What are they like? No. I like the NHL to get a million dollars to win three on three. And I know I'm the only person. Well, no, I'm not the only person. I say I'm in the minority of people who I loved what baseball used to do, yeah. where the winner got home field uh, advantage in the World Series. Yeah. That's what they should do in the NBA. Yeah. The winning conference gets home court in the NBA Finals. They'll care more. And the other thing they need to do, and this is a, a just horrible. They got rid of this. Stop. With all the guys wearing a generic uniform, put them all back in like their team uniforms. It looks so much better that way. Well, at least some part of it, right? Right. Uh, no, I don't. Look, I don't. I, it's, it's an all-star game. You, you, you know, you know what you're getting into. It's basically just entertainment. I mean, I would actually. I mean, I'd go. I'd go the other way with entertainment. I'd have one guy on my team that wasn't a player. I'd say, okay, you got three. You got you got a draft for like we got five musicians. You, you, you would draft them, and that one is going to be on the floor at any time. Well, honestly, you <laughs> might like it's so bad. You might as well do that. Yeah, like you might yeah. as well do it. Yeah, and uh, it's it's to the bigger thing of the NBA at this point, where obviously the game's no good, but you got a situation now in the NBA where the preseason doesn't matter. The regular season doesn't matter. Yeah. The All-Star game stinks. Yeah. It's like the league is not very uh, appealing right now. If seating doesn't matter and home court doesn't really matter, it, it just it, it's all just a big wait waiting game for the postseason. But then do you want to go see the Sixers? I do when they're here. I mean, it's a good show. Not right now. Not no, but but people like, have fun at the game. You watch the game. I do. They have an issue with players not playing. That is a huge issue. Yes. That's a just. I don't know how they fix it, but they they got to fix it. Well, to have people. I mean, because that's why you're coming in to see the star player, and it's just not right. Yeah, and a lot of guys, I'm sure, will sit in the weeks leading up to the All Star game so they can play <laughs> in the All Star game. Well, go out there and score forty points. Well, or not play. That's a bigger issue. Yeah. Just terrible. Really bad product last night. Uh, let's go to Larry in Delaware. What's up, Larry? Sorry. Um, 
baseball. Well, first, first of all, the, the guy who had the idea about two games running simultaneously for hockey. Yeah. The league's never going to allow that. Well, nobody's going to watch that. <laughs> no, not only that, but that, that's 70,000 tickets that they yeah. don't sell to that second game. Uh, yeah. and, Fair and point. That, that, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> um, as far as last year in that last series for the Phillies, yeah, I, I agree with the Kimball, Kimball thing. The other thing that used to that bug me right after that was these people didn't hit, and they pointed to Harper a lot. When you've got Turner in front of you who's not hitting – and Bohm in back of you who's not hitting, why pitch to Turner or why pitch to Harper? And that's what I saw. And and what Thompson does is, and, and Tom, I think you said it earlier, you, you have to manage a, a series differently than you manage the season. If you see the people aren't hitting, you have to shuffle that lineup around. You have to protect Harper. So even if it meant swapping, you know, move Stott up and Turner down, Okay, it, it leaves it, it gives Harper a little bit of protection, and at least he's going to see a pitch that's somewhere near the strike zone. And that's that. In addition to the Kimball thing, is why I think they lost that series. Yeah, Larry. No, it's a it, it's it's a good point. And, and in Game Seven, like Bohm hit the home run, so it looked yeah. like okay, you know, maybe this is going to work out. But I agree with you. And it felt like by the end of that series, Harper just felt like he had to do everything. Nobody else was really hitting at that point, and. You know, if you move, if you flip flop Bohm and Real Muto, I don't know, in game four, game five, when Bohm was struggling so much, maybe that yeah. changes the entire outcome. Exactly. And, and the same thing with Stott and, and, and Turner. You just flip flop them. And, and, you know, the left, right, left, right, I, I, I understand that's his, uh, that's, you know, Topper's philosophy. I get that. And, but again, over 162 games, that plays out. But when you're in a, you know, after the first, when you're in basically a three game series, and you see that, that you've got to make a change, I think that's when you have to make a change. Yeah, and you look so at the, the only thing the only thing that I took out of, of um Howard's conversation with him was he said, I'll take your card and if we seem to be struggling in the season, I'll shift the lineup. Yeah, if we're all in one sixty one. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see now I want to see that lineup though. It would be hilarious if Rob Thompson came out and that was the lineup on opening day. It would be so good. The Eskin the Eskin yeah. he might even you think he'd do it in preseason? I think he might I, I think he might do it in the in the spring training. But the thing is, problem with that is in the pre in the spring training, these guys are only playing a few innings anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 So. And, and 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 on the on the um uh the leadoff hitter, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm old, and and I I think like somebody said, I want to see people out on the bases running, um, and and it, it, that's just the way I was. I've been watching the game for a very long time, and that's the way I I, I was brought up. You know, hitting a home run, yeah, I, I get it. You know, you hit a home run to lead off a game, and great, I I I, I, I get all that, but man, I I still don't know. That that's a tough one. Yeah, I hear you, Larry, and and appreciate the call, man. Thanks a lot, and and yeah, I think when you look at the at the lineup and the adjusting, and and again, I think it, it's it's hard because it's part of what makes Rob Thompson a good manager during the regular season because I do think the players like the fact that there is consistency and they like the fact that, hey, if I have a couple bad games, I'm not going to be moved down in the lineup unless it's Nick Cassianos. He's the one guy who yeah. doesn't seem yeah, to mind. You move some people back and forth a little yeah. bit. But, it, it, but It's tough in a play. I mean, it does... What you have to guard against as a coach in any sport is what looks like a panic. 
that's I think what you have to that that that's what you have to guard against. Mm-hmm. Like if this is whoa, we're really in trouble. But I don't think that that moving guys in the order is panicking. And you look at that series. But that's a big issue. That like that issue isn't a because it, you go into the season like that's an issue that's on boil from day one. Right. <laughs> now the, the Kimbrel thing is that's a, that's another. I mean, I don't think people would have had a problem with him. I, and in fact. I'm surprised somebody didn't tackle Kimbrel when he's coming out. Well, uh, no, it was in Arizona. They were loving it. They're like, yeah, get him out no, there. No, I mean a Philly. Oh, yeah, no, one of the players? <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. Nick Castellanos just yeah. tackles Kimbrel on his way in. But, I mean, you look at what Arizona did in that series. They were moving guys around every game. Their yeah. lineup was different every night. Yeah, underdog role uh, coming in, nothing to lose. It's, nope. a, it's, a, it's different. It is different, and I think that—, that played into it but Rob Thompson I think when the Phillies get back to the playoffs and we all expect them to be there you got to be more adaptable 215-592-9494 if you want to get in 215-592-9494 guys on hold see you there we'll get you in the next segment also in the next segment Al before the show you tipped me off to uh, some pretty uh, funny sound from a legendary player who Mm -hmm. uh, had his number retired is that correct over the weekend number retired we'll get to that and what he had to say in his post game speech uh, which was pretty good 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. Tom Kelly, Al Morgani. We're in for the Midday Guys. Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.